Welcome to I Speak Human, a podcast about navigating the human experience by way of the stars. I'm your host, intuitive astrologer, Akashic record reader, and fellow human, Victoria Greer Stevens. Join me each week as we look to the stars to answer life's big questions. Who are we? Where are we going? And why are we here? This is I Speak Human. Welcome to 2023. Welcome to I Speak Human, soon to be the Cosmic Translator podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Stevens, and welcome to this year. Welcome to this new energy. Can you feel it? It's changed. It's so different than 2022. 2022, you know, it was, I felt like I was still moving through and still trying to figure things out. And this year, I'm like, I see clarity. And I'm ready to put my feet on the ground. I'm ready to begin to support myself. And in numerology, I just started my four year, which is all about structure. It's all about creating foundations. And last year was like a big year of experimenting for me, a big year of trying different things. Um, I became a Reiki practitioner. I really shifted my practice as far as um, incorporating the Akashic Records and how that looks in my work. And right at the end of the year, signed a contract to be in a new space in Nashville, Franklin, Tennessee area. So if you guys are in the area or you're visiting, please come book a session at this amazing space. And you can go to my Instagram and I have a whole highlight um, about this gorgeous, amazing space. It's literally like being inside of a cosmic womb. It's stunning. It's all black. I have a set of these gorgeous black sound bowls we have the moon projected on the ceiling. The cosmos is all around you. You literally feel like you're in the most nurturing galactic space you can imagine. And I have a Reiki table. So I'm doing Reiki. I'm doing my cosmic coaching, which is pretty much life coaching, but I incorporate a lot of human design and astrology and numerology and all the other modalities and also helping you find like what herbs, what crystals are going to help support you based on your chart and also just like what you're going through in your life. And I'm also doing Akashic Records activations there, which is where I actually take you in and show you how to read your own records. So I'm reading them with you and I'm guiding you and helping you and even people that are like, no, I'm not psychic. I swear I'm not. They are able to see things and able to channel. And it's really amazing. And it's so cool to watch people's gifts open up. And then I'm also doing um, astrological activations, which reading the birth chart. I'm doing an amazing 2023 year ahead. It's a 90-minute session where we go through major themes of the year. And you'll get a printout. You'll get like a PDF printout with some of those themes so that you're able to track and go along as well as you'll get a recording. Um, And I'm doing these sessions in this cool space. I'm still doing them virtually, but I'll be in this space. So you'll get to feel this really high vibrational energy through the call. You'll get to see it. It'll be a lot different than if you've done a reading with me before where I've been in my home. Um, It's fine. It's great. It works. Right. But it's you're going to feel a really strong energetic shift and whether you're in person or virtual. So there's a link in my bio to book sessions. I'm only there a limited day, you know, number of days a week. So I will, I have less session space than I used to have. I used to just be like, whatever, but now it's um, a lot more selective and I do have clients that see me, you know, week to week. So go ahead and get signed up. This is a really good time to do like an energetic, I actually have a package created and it's an energetic reset and it's we're going to take clear all 22 of your chakras so a lot higher than just the seven basic chakras so even up into your the the higher realms where you're connecting with the galactic space where you're connecting with your ancestors past lives things like that um and then also included in this package is a 2023 year ahead reading so that reading I was talking about earlier is actually included in this package along with another chart reading 
um, where we'll just dive into your chart and some things, you know, for you to know about your energy, any questions that you have. And this is the thing about astrological activity. Even if you've had your birth chart read before, it's not just about learning the information. It's about reminding your soul of how you actually work. Because we're so conditioned to, you know, we're, we're constantly being inundated with, you know, how to work, how to make love, how to eat, how to routine. You know, we're inundated from society. We're inundated from media. We're inundated from our families, our peers, everything around us, what we're watching on TV. And so an astrological reading, even doing it even twice a month, it helps remind your nervous system who you are and how it's meant to work. And when used, you know, a lot of people just want to do a single birth chart reading and that's totally fine. I'm just like, okay, let me find out stuff about myself. But the magic is in the repetition. And when you're doing a session monthly or twice a month, you're able to really unlock the way that your chart works and ultimately how you work and how your soul works. So if you're building a business, if you're even just, you know, your daily routine, even what I'm eating, what I'm putting in my body, um, things like that, you're, when you're working out, what type of working out, what type of people you want to date, what type of career would be good for you, what type of daily work, how do you want to make more money, how do you make money in investments, And then also even looking at like, how do I channel? How do I connect with source? How is that different? We can see all of this in the chart. And it's really amazing. We can see everything from how you might perceive parenting, how you might go about parenting. Then we can also look at your family members charts and how those fit together and complement each other. So, you know, I really encourage people do regular astrology readings. I mean, I have people that even do them weekly. And of course, that way, then we're able to go into the energy for that week and know like what's coming up. So especially if you're, you know, running a business or starting something new, knowing what is happening week to week astrologically can really support you. And yes, you can follow my work and I'm going to have some different offers this year of different tiers that you can join like a Patreon page where you're going to get more week to week information of what's going on astrologically, but that's not going to be individualized for you. And the magic is really seeing how this applies to you personally. Okay, enough of all that. Let's get into your January 2023 forecast. So let's first of all talk about what kind of year this is. Because in numerology, every year, the year the number of the year changes. So last year, we were in a six year collectively. And six is all about, it's connected to the third eye. So it's about seeing things clearly. Um, it's also about creating family. It's about creating balance. It's about how are you going to nurture and serve. So six energy, if you're if your birthday, if you're a, a life path six, which I'm a life path 33, but I'm also a six because it goes down to a six. So um, the six numerology, it's all about being of service to other people. It's about being a family. It's about, you know, creating things in your life to serve the people around you. And oftentimes six people with six life path numbers, they burn themselves out trying to serve everybody and forget to serve themselves. So I think that was a lot of what we saw last year. I know I saw that a lot in myself. I saw that like in themes in my client's life of how are you going to be of service to somebody else if you're not first of service to yourself? And so we're bringing that energy into 2023 as we go into a seven year. And a seven year, it is about spiritual enlightenment. It's connected with the crown chakra, but it's also a bit of a challenging energy. It's it's connected to the planet Saturn. Seven in astrology is connected to Saturn. And it's about consequences. And it's about putting down roots and structure around, 
you know, what you believe and what you think. And so I think that's going to be a big theme this year is people, you know, drawing the line, even when it comes to religion and things within religion and also maybe exploring things outside of their own natural spiritual path or religious path or their early upbringing. And there's a lot of things going on this year astrologically that point to that too. So I think, you know, this year is, it's a really big year about people waking up, which thank God. <laughs> I'm so excited. There's more and more people waking up because the more of us and what, what I mean by waking up is becoming conscious to the programming, becoming conscious to the way everything is connected, becoming conscious to, and it, and it can be to your own emotions. It can be, you know, awakening isn't, doesn't have to necessarily be like you're having, you're channeling Buddha or something, you know, a spiritual awakening. It starts, you know, we are spiritual beings. So it starts even, it can be looking at your diet and seeing like what things don't work for you and what that's an awakening of sorts. It's more of a physical awakening, but you're becoming aware of what's being put in your body and how it's affecting you and how the movement that's affecting you. So, that's a big deep part of this year is just us awakening and becoming aware of that. And as we're doing, as we're doing that, you know, s- subjects like what I teach on are going to become a lot more popular. And you're going to see that you're going to see astrology becoming a lot more popular, Akashic Records, spirituality, especially over the next three years. But we're really coming into a because we're coming into a massive awakening because we need it. This isn't just about like, oh, astrology is going to be cool and trendy or, you know, channeling or aliens or Akashic Records or Reiki or whatever the hell your freaking crystals, any and all of it. It's not just because it's cool and trendy. It's because it's helping us wake up and we need to wake up because we need to see how we're affecting the planet, how we're killing the planet and how our energy that we're so unconsciously you know, just becoming consumers because we've been programmed to be consumers, to consume, 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 take, 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 because that is how they make money off of us. So we have been programmed to consume and work a nine to five and die, right? And then use alcohol and TV to numb your fucking existence. But we're so much more than that. We're these amazing telepathic, channeling, psychic gods and goddesses. And we're so, and we're all connected and we're all one and we're all expressions of the same consciousness. And what I do over here affects you over there and what, and we're all a part of the earth. So what we do and how we treat ourselves and how we talk to ourselves, it's a reflection of the earth and you can feel it. Like go into like Walmart and feel the density of that energy. Feel how much pain people are in. Feel how much, and most of you are like, I don't need to go in there. I can just imagine it. I don't like going in there. And there's a reason you don't like going in there because it's literally a physical manifestation of all of our programming. Cheaper is better you know, at what cost doesn't matter, low quality, not worrying about what's going into things. The people that work there are typically not in a high vibration. They're struggling. They're being underpaid. And I'm not just trying to go after Walmart, but it's it's a massive corporation that you can physically go into and physically feel, right? And so that is where, that's where a great portion of our society is at. They're at this lower vibrational place. And what has to happen is there has to be a transformation. And that's a huge part of what COVID was. COVID was this global wake up call. And for so many of us, right, it triggered a spiritual awakening. It's triggered realizing all of our conditioning and programming and our childhood stuff. And for some people, it's been way too much because our society, guess what, hasn't told us how to handle mental health. We've been told to stuff it down, ignore it. And then the spiritual community, a lot of times people will use spirituality to bypass feeling all those emotions and then it's that's a hot mess and then we're really just getting into more of the same shit which is 
you're also going to see, I think, a lot more people becoming more aware of what doesn't work in the spiritual world and what does work in the spiritual world. So all spiritual world, all spiritual work, all spiritual teachers are not created the same. And we have to learn how to discern what works for us, what is an energetic match and what doesn't feel good to us. And I don't care how many followers they have. I don't care how many people love this person. I don't give a shit. If it doesn't feel good to your energy, they're not for you. Let it go. Move on. You do not need to force feed yourself something that doesn't feel an energetic alignment. And sometimes it could be that it's, and this is, I've had this happen before. It's too high of a vibration for you right now and it just doesn't make sense and it feels overwhelming. That's fine. It's fine for that, for you to say, hey, that's not for me right now. I see the good in this. I'm happy that it's helpful for people. For right now, for me, this just feels really overwhelming, confusing, and it's not for me. But then there's, and that is some, and then also sometimes it's, this is really dark and I'm feeling there's something off with this person. And it doesn't mean that they're dark, they're demonic or anything like that. And again, gosh, demons and that concept. I can do a whole podcast on that, that even darkness is not bad, that we've been programmed. But oftentimes it's that they're not really processing their own emotions. They're using spirituality to cover up programming, conditioning, and you can feel that energetically. You can feel that vibrationally. And there's something you're like, "Uh uh-oh, don't want to consume this energy. It feels really off to me. Even though you might be saying the right things, your energy feels off for me. Great. Listen to yourself. I don't care what they're saying. I don't care if you agree mentally with everything they're saying. Run. Leave. Get out of their energy. This is very, very important because more and more and more spiritual teachers are growing in popularity, growing really big followings who are not doing the emotional work. And I'm not here to call them out. And I'm also not here to say, because I don't know. I don't know who personally is and who isn't. I can kind of sense and feel it sometimes. But I really want to encourage you to do that yourself rather than listening to me. And okay, and that's why I won't do that. I'm not going to call out and say, oh, I think this person isn't great. I think this person isn't. I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is empower you to trust your gut feeling and what does and doesn't feel into alignment. And I'm always going to trust, you know, empower you to do that. Whether or not, maybe it's somebody I love. Maybe I'm like, this person's great. And you're like, I don't really like their energy. Cool. That's fine. It could be that they trigger you, which is also fine. But it also could be that they're just not a vibrational match for you. And that's also fine. Never, ever, ever force yourself to consume content that doesn't feel good to you. There's too much content out there for you to do that and waste your energy on that. And what it does is it's just pulling you further and further out of alignment when you're forcing your nervous system to listen to something that is not a vibrational match for you, that doesn't feel good for your system. That was a huge tangent. I was not trying to go on, but I went and I think it was really important. So back now to the energy of January 2023. So let's just talk about, first of all, what the energy is for this month. So numerologically, January is a one month. So it's associated with the beginning, the start. Makes sense, right? It's It's like, duh, yes, it's the first month. We do 123 or if you're, you know, in not in America, which everybody else, then you're going to do, you know, the date and then the month. But anyway, it's still the month is one, right? Which is associated with the color red. It's associated with the root chakra. It's associated with being really embodied. And it's the beginning of things. It's associated also with the planet Mars and starting and initiating and beginning, right? Aries energy, Scorpio energy even, this very primal place of existence. And so 2023 is going to be a year of going into the cosmos. I promise you. There's going to be so much channeling. There's so much opening up this year. Um, I really think there's probably going to be a lot of disclosures about aliens this year I see coming up. Going to be a lot of disclosures about a lot of things this year. 
But in order for us to go all the way up, we've got to ground and we've got to get into our bodies. And so, you know, healing your nervous system is so important this year. So, so important if you're not already. And doing work like tapping, reprogramming, meditation, somatic work, you know, seeing a therapist for support if you're needing that. And really healing your nervous system through movement, through breath, through there's so many modalities and ways to heal your nervous system through medicine and mushrooms and psychedelics and different herbs, so many different ways to heal it. So that's a really big part of it. And I think that's with all these retrogrades in January. So we're about to jump into the energy of the month. And with all, and there are two pretty big retrogrades. Mars and Mercury are both retrogrades starting this month out. So there's a lot of revisiting, reviewing, reevaluating. And I think what that speaks to is how are we doing those planets. So, you know, we're reevaluating Mercury, our mental state, how we're thinking, our thought process, our belief systems. We're reevaluating how we're putting our energy out there, how we're initiating, how we're taking action with Mars retrograde. And those two planets have a lot to do with our nervous systems. They have a lot to do with how, you know, how productive we can be. If our nervous system is screwed, either we're in hyperdrive being like super, super productive, doing so many things, maybe not even doing the things you want to do, just like always, always busy, or you can't motivate yourself to do anything ever because your nervous system is so fried and you're burnt out. Your mental state and how you're thinking about things, you know, may be keeping you from taking aligned action, Mercury. And so 2023, really ask us to reevaluate before we even get started. And that's what this month is about. So the sun this month, I'm going to go through the planets in order and just kind of tell you their journey that they're taking this month. The sun, that's your physical vitality. It's your energy. It's But it's also where we're putting our focus, okay? So where our focus is going, it starts just like it does every year. The month starts with the sun in the sign of Capricorn at 10 degrees of Capricorn, and it gets all the way to 10 degrees of Aquarius by the end of the month. And the sun will switch signs on January 21st. So Capricorn, it's very earthy. It's cardinal. It's also my sign. So yay, Capricorn season. Love Capricorn season. It's about starting and building systems. But with Mercury and retrograde, a lot of those systems are needing to be reevaluated and looked at. And maybe we're doing test runs of a lot of these systems. So that's what the sun is having us focus on right now. And we're looking at that. We're looking at our systems. We're looking at the way we're expelling energy. So how are you getting things done in the most productive way possible? That's what the sun's wanting to look at. And also how much energy is it taking from you? Is it burning you out? Do you, is it also, is it something you can do long-term? Because Capricorn is all about long-term benefits. It's about, it's thinking about seven years down the line, 14 years down the line. Is this something that you can keep up? Especially at least throughout the rest of this year. So the sun is asking, especially until January 21st, what systems do you have in your life? How are you doing your work? Is this sustainable? Is this sustainable? And are you, and what systems need to be put in place and replace the current ones or revamp them? And the moon, just like every month, it's going to go through all the signs because it changes signs approximately every two and a half days, whereas the sun changes signs approximately every 30 days or yes, 30 days. So the moon is going to go from, it starts the month at Taurus, January 1st. It goes from 3.6 degrees of Taurus to 7.8 degrees of Gemini. So it's going to go through a whole cycle and then back through Gemini, which makes sense because a moon cycle is 28 days and then tack on a couple days because, you know, we have longer than 28 days in our months um, because we're a solar calendar versus a lunar calendar and it would be based on the 28 day cycle but because we're not you're gonna see the moon go through a whole cycle and then and then some 
a little bit. So it's going to go through Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, all the way through back through Taurus and then to Gemini again by the end of the month. And the full moon this month is on January 7th and it is at 16 degrees of Cancer. And then the new moon this month is on January 22nd, which is at one degree of Aquarius. So that'll be after the moon or the sun moves into Aquarius as well. Mercury this month is going to be going from, and I remember it's retrograde, so it's going to be going from 23.7 degrees of Capricorn. It's going to retrograde all the way back to 8.1 degrees of Capricorn on January 19th, where it's then going to go direct. And then we'll go all the way to 15.9 degrees of Capricorn. So it's not going to pass its shadow degree, which its shadow degree is the degree point that it retrograded from. Um, It's not going to pass that until February 7th. And it retrograded, I believe, at about 24 degrees um, of Capricorn. So it's not going to hit that degree again. So we're still going to be revisiting, reviewing up until February 7th. So yeah, you're, you know, you're meant to all the little Mercury retrogrades things like appointments not working. I broke a zipper on my shoe on the way to an appointment yesterday. Um, missing your meetings, things like that. Um, tech glitches, all that sort of thing. That should end uh, around January 19th, but you still might find a little of it kind of trailing off until February 7th. And remember, these are the byproducts of Mercury retrograde. We don't want to think about this because what everybody always does, and you see this all over the internet, it's like, oh my gosh, Mercury retrograde, don't make appointments, don't sign anything, blah, 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 blah. And all everybody wants to bitch about is all the lower vibrational things. And I'm like, yeah, but Mercury retrogrades four times a year. You think it's just doing that to piss us off? No, it's not doing that to piss us off. It's saying, hey, review your motherfucking systems, review how you're thinking. Oh, and guess what? This is a great time to do some reprogramming about your thought processes and about the things that you want but all we're like is like why is my appointment not working and I get that I have those moments too but when we're using the retrograde energy to reprogram our mindset oh my gosh yes then all of a sudden it's so easy to reprogram during a mercury retrograde and four times a year you get this chance to reprogram at this like accelerated rate so wherever you have Capricorn in your chart is where this Mercury retrograde is happening. So if you're like a Leo rising, like I am, for instance, Mercury is retrograding in your house of like your daily work and your routines. And let me tell you, I can use some review and reflection and some reprogramming about that. Can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you so much to that lovely young man in the back. So what that does is it allows us to reprogram, reevaluate that area of our lives where Mercury is retrograding in. So next we have Venus and a little old Venus. She's going from 24.7 degrees of Capricorn. She going to end the month at 4.8 degrees of Pisces. Girl is moving. So She's going to be going through three different signs. So she's going to start the month in Capricorn, move to, it's already in Aquarius by the time you're listening to this episode, um, around the 4th, and then we'll head into Pisces on right at the end of the month, January 28th. So Venus, she is taking quite a trip. And what she's also going to be doing during that time is she's going to be conjuncting Saturn while she's in the sign of Aquarius. That's going to be closer to the end of the month. Um right around I think the 20th should be um sometime between the 20th and 28th sometime in there it'll be or yeah no yeah 20th 21st something in there don't have the exact date for that but it'll be conjuncting Saturn and we're gonna have this like put down some structure around Venusian topics so that could be a relationship so you might find that you know you decide that guy you've been seeing that girl you've been seeing um you're like, it's time to lock it down. It's time to make a decision or it's time to say bye-bye. You're going to notice probably a lot of people are going to be getting engaged towards the end of the month, uh, mid-month into the month. Um, And it may not be the most romantic, but it'll be very practical. (laughs) That's very Venus square, you know, conjunct Saturn. It's the practicality of what needs to happen. It's not necessarily the 
the romance, but it's it's creating security to something, which is actually really romantic. Creating security and longevity and commitment around a relationship of any kind is very romantic and letting it go and releasing it is also a very romantic gesture to do for yourself and the other person. I love you so much that I want you to be with a person who truly sees you and is going to be the best version and make you the best version of yourself you can be. That's really beautiful. And this month is going to help you look at some of that. It's also going to help you look at how you spend in your money and how you're budgeting or maybe not budgeting. So if you, you know, feel like you really burnt a hole in your pocket over Christmas and this is going to be a really good time to look at some of that spending, strip it back, what's really important to you. And also, you know, Venus and Aquarius, it's what's best for overall, what's best for the group. So also the way you're spending your money, is it the best way you could be spending your money as far as like who you're supporting, the causes you're supporting, the people, you know, do you know who owns the businesses that you're sending your money to? Venus and Aquarius wants to know where its money's going. It wants to know who, you know, who that owner is. Is it somebody that I align with their values? Do I want to put money in the pocket of somebody's values I don't agree with? And, you know, a lot of us, I mean, me too, I love me some Amazon, but there's so many other amazing businesses that are doing really beautiful things that we're passing over for convenience. And really, if you look at it, like how much you're saving, you might be saving $10. But wouldn't you rather put that money towards somebody that you align and agree with their values and their value system and not just this is convenient for me? And so I think Venus and Aquarius is really getting us to look at that because where you put your money is what's expanding. So if you don't agree with what a business owner does, if you don't agree with their choices that they're making or even their impacts that they're and footprint they're putting on the planet, put it with someone that you do. Shop local. That's really important. And I think you know, Venus and Aquarius wants to support society around us. Yes, society as a whole, but also the people that we interact with. Not necessarily just the people in our neighborhood, but people that believe in the same causes and have the same, you know, vision for the way the world should be and put money towards those companies. That's the trip that Venus is on this month. Mars, on the other hand, is on a very different trip this month. He's also very focused on society and people and interactions. He's in Gemini. He's in chatty, chatty Gemini. But he is retrograde. So all my Scorpios and Aries that are feeling like blah and exhausted and have been since October 31st, and it's just been diving and going downhill since then, you are probably not starting off this year guns blazing. I know a lot of Scorpios have been sick. Um, a lot of Aries just feeling kind of overwhelmed. And that's because your planet is retrograde. And that's also true for Virgo and Gemini. Gemini is going through it this month. If we could just send, if we could all just send some corporate TLC to Gemini right now, I think it would be very nice. Just send your loving prayers to them. Also Capricorns. Um, I am now realizing that I just said the sun signs of me and my partner, but you know what? I'll take it. I'll take, we'll take it. We, we could use it. Um, because Gemini's have been going through it, y'all. They have their, their, May their ruling planet Mercury is retrograde. Um, and then also Mars, which is their stamp, is retrograding through their sign and it's just been grinding over any planets they have there. So, really affecting um, their focus, their direction, where they're putting their energy. But it's also really good because also Geminis kind of tend to put their focus everywhere and kind of be a little scattered with their energy. And so they have less of it right now. They have less mental energy and physical energy. So the positive side of this is they're able to evaluate where they want that energy to go. But the shadow side of it is it's it's just kind of, it's rough. It's hell. 
Um, and definitely an ego breaking for them. And it's beautiful. Yay. We know they can handle it. All my Gemini placements, you got this. But it's it's been a lot. And so, yeah, just sending you guys, if you're listening to this, some love. Um, send a Gemini in your life. Also the Capricorns. Also the Virgos. Also the Aries. Also the Scorpios. Those are, <laughs> those are all the signs that I think are probably struggling the most. Um, and if you have those placements yourself. But you don't have to be a victim to that energy. It is here for your benefit. And I know it's draining, but we're not supposed to be in go mode all the time. And because we think that, that's why a lot of us are getting sick. That's why a lot of us, you know, because we're not taking that time to slow down, to rest. And some people are just getting sick because of the holidays and you're around people. And, and But that's also, like, we're expected to do a whole lot. And I don't know about y'all, but the holidays, I didn't just not feel like doing them this year. I could have just skipped. And I wasn't, like, grinchy. I was a little grinchy. Let's be real. I was a little grinchy. But it just mostly, I just, like, didn't. We still haven't done Christmas with either of our families. <laughs> so we're doing um, Caleb's parents this weekend and then my family next weekend. Um, and also my brother's baby shower. Um, I'm going to be an aunt in April. Very, very excited about that. Um, so we got a lot coming up and I honestly was, and it didn't shock me because guess what? We had two retrogrades going on at the same time on Christmas. So the fact like it kept, things kept getting pushed off, kept being pushed back. It totally makes sense. And just rolling with it and going with it. Um, okay. And then the last planets we're going to look at, I'm going to tell you Saturn is going to go from 22.4 degrees of Aquarius to 25.7 degrees. So it doesn't move very much, but it is moving forward. It is moving towards Pisces, which it'll go into in March. And finally, (laughs) everybody that has their Saturn in Aquarius, you're done with your Saturn return. Yay! Y'all got like three more months. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And then Pisces, it's your turn. Saturn and Pisces. And it's going to be amazing and it's going to be so good. But here's the thing. This is why we're all like corporate applause for Saturn moving out of Aquarius because this shit has hit us societally. Just a little reminder, when Saturn went into Aquarius the first time, there's something that happened called the pandemic, don't you know? It kind of shut the whole motherfucking world down. And we're finally ending this. I say 2023 is the year that we're finally done with March of 2020. (laughs) That's what it is. So 2023, pretty much assume it was like April 1st, 2020. (laughs) It's like, yeah, we're going to go and just that energy of everything slowing down, everything stopping, just the halting. In 2023 is finally, I think, going to be the year that we all thought 2020 was going to be. So, but we got to get to March. So there's a lot of movement happening. So these first three months are really, the first month's really about reevaluating and kind of doing a test run, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. But the next few months are just as important to continue doing that work, continue, because when we have this shift from Saturn, and I'm going to do a whole episode on this, when we have this shift from Saturn moving from Aquarius to Pisces, we're going to notice a really, it's probably going to feel like throwing a party, because we're going to all of a sudden feel this like, Okay, we have pretty much had a parent home standing over our shoulder energetically since December 2017 when Saturn went into Capricorn the first time. So Saturn, which I lovingly refer to as the boner killer of the Zodiac, is the planet of consequences. It's the planet of what you're doing. It's the planet of checking your work. It's the planet of responsibility. And it has been in its two favorite signs, its home signs, since December of 2017. So if you have your Saturn and Capricorn, you went through your Saturn return and then March 2020 hit and then we went through Saturn return part two because it kind of felt like that because if you have your Saturn and Capricorn, you have, you're a Saturn ruled, once Saturn went into Aquarius, it was a, it wasn't a huge departure of energy because Saturn does really well in both signs because it rules both signs. So when Saturn does well, it means that things like isolation, shutting down, separation, 
those themes are emphasized. And if you remember, 20... 2018, 2019 were huge years of like the spiritual deconstruction. Everybody was leaving the church. Everybody was like this whole, this whole, this word deconstruction. I'd never even heard it before. It became so mainstream. And obviously that's when I went through my spiritual deconstruction. So I was very aware of it. Um, but really like it was a big thing. And I mean, I know people are still in that process, but it seemed like the institution of religion started really breaking. It had already been breaking down, but it was like, we finally were willing to admit it to ourselves. Like this shit is not working. And a lot of corruption came out about pastors at the time and all that shit. And then when Saturn went into Aquarius, it was like, we got to evaluate. So Saturn going in Capricorn is like, let's evaluate the systems, the government, the patriarchy, big business capitalism, all this shit that's not working. All this, you know, that's when Me Too happened. It's like these big, these big corporate giants with all this money that had all this power all of a sudden the whistle was getting blown on them. All of a sudden, time's motherfucking up. All of a sudden, all these people that have traditionally been in power, consequences were coming up. Things were coming out. And then when Saturn went to Aquarius, we were like, okay, that was still continuing, but we we're looking at that societally of like, where where are we doing where societally do we need to fucking change where are we and and then COVID happened so we had a lot of time to like introspect look within see how these different systems were not working and not just not just the physical systems themselves but how we're conducting societally how we're conducting interactions with each other you know racism we're looking at system you know, oppression. We're looking at all these different things much, much more. And it's becoming more in the mainstream because Saturn is showing us the consequences that we are facing societally of what our choices as a society have led us to. The people groups that we have oppressed, the people groups that we have marginalized, because that's what Saturn is about. And it's awesome. So it's been really, really good. So I want to say that it's not that we're excited for it to leave because though that progress that has been made is, thank God, that's that's the benefit of Saturn going through this, that we're looking at these things. And Saturn returns, they're not meant to be like, okay, great, we're moving on from this. Let's not worry about it again for another 28 years. No. I want to make that really fucking clear. It is a wake-up call to get to work, changing the way that our society is made up, changing the way that we're approaching government, big business, corporations, religion, education, all these systems that have been created. We're cha- we're looking at them under a microscope now. But then when Saturn moves into Pisces, it's going to be a lot more about our spirituality. It's going to be a lot more about our wellness. It's going to be a lot more about our emotions. Mental illness is going to be a huge topic. Drugs are going to be a really what dr- legalization I am expecting to see a mass legalization of at least cannabis in the next three years but likely other especially psychedelics because Pisces is very associated with that again I am going on a huge rant Um, it's probably because I'm a Saturn ruled sign and I'm doing this during the sun's hour of Capricorn or the sun the sun's hour and the sun is currently in Capricorn which is ruled by Saturn so if you want to know my train of thought this is how I think all the time So, I'm talking a lot about Saturn is my point. So, let's move on (laughs) from Saturn. I'll do a whole episode on it. Let's move on to Jupiter. Jupiter this month is going from 1.2 degrees of Aries to 5.9 degrees of Aries. So, we are really fired up about what we believe and the big picture right now. And this is really important because while all the other planets, you know, a lot of the other planets are in drier signs, they're in earth signs, they're in, you know, a lot of practicality, a lot of, you know, reevaluating systems, our energy levels. Jupiter, which is seeing the big picture, it's our belief system, is in the fiery cardinal sign of Aries. And it's saying, let's get to fucking work. You know, we've been talking about all this stuff for a long time. We've been talking about these things that need to change. We've been talking about, but let's actually 
do something. What are we going to do? What is your belief? And it doesn't have to, I want to, I want to stress this. It doesn't all have to be the same, you know, look at the big picture of how you perceive reality. What do you want to do? What needs to change? How, and maybe you haven't taken a look at the big picture. Maybe you've just been really focused on paying your bills and, you know, paying off your debt and, you know, just going to work every day and going through the motions. Maybe you've been really focused on raising children. Maybe you've been really focused on whatever, buying a home. Maybe you've been really focusing on your business and you're kind of in the grind of it. And this is time to reevaluate your big picture. What is your big picture? What's your why? Because Aries is going, it's starting a new cycle through the Zodiac or the Jupiter is starting a new cycle through the Zodiac. And Jupiter is all about what we believe and why. It's about the big picture of how we see things. So take a step back. You know, in the middle of all this of reevaluating, in the middle of all this stuff, take a step back and say, you know, what, what is the, what's my why? What's my big why? What am I here to contribute to the world? What do I see that needs to change? Aries tends to, and also notice what makes you angry. You know, a lot of times we're, we're, we're so told in our culture, don't be angry. Push your anger down. Ignore your anger. Well, anger is tied to passion. So if you shut your anger down, it's going to be really hard for you to figure out what you're passionate about. And I'm not saying that all passion is fueled by anger, but I am saying that energetically those two are connected. And so when you shut down your anger, and what you don't stand for, oftentimes you're shutting down your passion and your drive and what motivates you. So let yourself notice what do you get angry about? What pisses you off? You know, not the ego things, not the somebody cut me off in traffic, not the, but what is like the justice button in you that gets hit that's like, I cannot believe this is happening. You know, for me, my big thing is I can't believe how controlled and conditioned and programmed we all are. I cannot believe what our government and what our institutions have done. I cannot believe the toxins that they have allowed in our foods. I cannot believe how they're all consumed with just us getting to buy and consume. I cannot believe how controlled we all are and how okay we are all with it. I cannot get over how disconnected we are all from ourselves and how disconnected we all are from our true soul's path. I am infuriated by the fact that we've been cut off from our higher selves, that we've been cut off from the idea of guides, from the idea of this bigger picture. I'm infuriated that we've been indoctrinated to see health and wellness in a certain light in a certain way. I'm infuriated that people aren't taught how to connect with their selves, their physical body, their intuitions, their emotions. I'm infuriated that people are gaslit when they do. And that motivates me. I want people to wake up. I want people to wake up to who they are, their gifts, their talents, their programming. I want the world to wake up. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. That's my why. And I get really, I can get really caught up in the, well, what should I post on social media and what this and what's, you know, I can get really caught up with the systems. But when I remember the why, that's what fuels me. That's what got me on this podcast today is the why. Why am I doing this? Who am I showing up for? So ask that. What's your why? What gets you fired up? What gets you or excited or motivated? Or what, you know, and it's not the, it's the thing that you want to see change and that you also have vision for how it could change and do it. Spend the next few months evaluating how can I do that? That thing I'm passionate about, that thing I want to see change, how can I actually do that in 2023? So the crystals I picked out for this month are red jasper, tiger's eye, 
and Agni Manatite, which is also known as the Pearl of Fire. So the reason I chose all three of these crystals is because they are all associated with strengthening the lower chakras. So our root, sacral, and solar plex, that's really connected to this 3D reality. And I've got a lot of exciting episodes coming up, and one of them is going to be about the chakras. Um, And one of the things that I find when I'm working, you know, whether I'm with Reiki or Akashic Records, because I definitely do some work with the chakras when I'm doing Akashic Records activations. One thing I find is that if we're not connected and those lower three chakras are not healed and balanced, our channeling is pretty distorted. And because we're filtering it through from this unregulated, dysregulated, nervous state where we're not connected to our bodies, we're not connected to our sexuality, we're not connected to our confidence, and everything kind of starts being distorted. And so the beginning of 2023, I really want to encourage you to work really the whole year, but let's start the year really focusing on strengthening those bottom three chakras. So there are so many ways of doing that. You can do that through yoga. I mean, literally just Google right now ways to support the root chakra and a million things will come up. There's essential oils, there's crystals. But the one I want to talk to you about today is crystals. And one way that I really use, love using them to support my chakras. Um, and so the first one I chose, the red jasper, it's connected to the first and second chakras and it's associated with earth energy. What I love about this crystal is that it's really grounding while also stimulating your creativity, which I think is such a beautiful, juicy way to start a year, right? And it also helps strengthen your energy, encourages muscle growth and recovery. So if you're doing like workouts, you know, I know beginning of the year, we're always like on that workout train. And it's actually a really good idea, especially right now to really create some sort of a physical routine for yourself. Um, So this stone is actually going to help and aid in muscle recovery and repair and strengthening growing. It's also going to help you release negative emotions and any negative sexual experiences you might have had. Um, Even just if that's programming around sexuality, when you're disconnected from your sexuality, for either if that's from trauma, and that can be physical trauma, but it can also be religious trauma, mental, societal trauma of just you're not supposed to be sexual or sex is bad. You know, trauma isn't just physical. And your body can be discon- so disconnected. You can be so disconnected from that part of yourself, then that actually starts affecting other areas of your life. So, yes, obviously your sex life, but that also affects your creativity. It affects your ability to make money. It affects um, feeling safe as a whole in your body and connected to that masculine feminine side of yourself. So, you know, red jasper is a really beautiful stone to just help support that. Obviously, I'm not trying to say that like crystals solve anything, but they do help support work that you're doing and energy that you're doing. And especially if you're doing any type of reprogramming, nervous system work, working with a therapist, or just doing that, you know, making your own emotions on your own and you're able to hold space for yourself, that's yes. Use Red Jasper to continue to support that. The next stone that I chose, um, which I really love, is Tiger's Eye. And this is a pretty common stone. All of these stones are also very inexpensive, by the way. Um, And tiger's eye is connected to the first, second, and third chakra. So it's a really great stone to help you all the way around. It's connected to the elements earth and fire. It supports hormonal balance, which is huge. Being balanced, your hormones being balanced is huge when it comes to so many different things. Your brain function, your body function, your ability to be able to take aligned action and discern that. Um, it also helps instill spiritual balance, stamina, and creativity. And what I love about tiger's eye is it really helps root you down into the earth so that you, when you are having those higher spiritual experiences, you're supported and you're cleared and you can take those channeled messages and actually turn them into something, right? 
And then the last stone I picked, um, this is actually a stone I am just recently been introduced to. Um, it's called the Pearl of Fire, but its formal name is Agni Manatite. Um, it's a form of tektite, so it's formed from lava. Um, and it's also in like the Moldavite family. So it's our stone of transformation. So Moldavite is super expensive right now. I have a lovely piece of Moldavite I love so, so much. And it's definitely about transformation. But actually the Pearl of Fire, I really like. It's a little bit softer than Moldavite as far as like its energy. Moldavite can be a little strong. <laughs> it can be a little like, you're going to shift and you're going to change. Love it. It's great. But this stone can really help you a little bit more subtly change. And it helps you release addiction negative programming. It's also very protective and grounding and it encourages a physical awakening and shows what you need to change in your physical world. So you're going to hear a lot from me this year about grounding into the physical in order to create support system and a place for your channeled higher messages to move. So the spiritual community has been very, very, very focused on, you typically hear people in one of two camps. They're in um, the, you know, getting into your body, feeling your emotions, um, moving through energy. It's very, it's, and they're very focused in the lower chakras. And that's, you know, even some mindset work, um, very focused in breath work is in this, you know, kind of put this in this category. And or there's people that are, and, and they're not so much talking about the spiritual. Maybe they are. And, they're, and, and let me say this. There are definitely people out there that are doing both. But I'm just saying overall, these generally, this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing people either be very focused on the 3D and helping people with anxiety and depression. And, and that's great. And that's amazing and needed. That's also like into 4D too, by the way. That's like 3D, 4D. And then you have people that are focused in... Both of these are good, by the way. Neither are bad. Um, focused in the more channeling, spirituality, you know, Reiki, he, you know, all about the energy, all about, you know, not necessarily grounding it as much into the physical. And there are definitely, like I said, definitely some people doing both. But typically you kind of find people in one of two camps. And so what I'm really wanting to help do this year and what I'm going to continue doing is to help you connect those two. How can I use the 3D? How can I, rather than trying to escape it, rather than, you know, disconnecting from this physical reality, how can I use this physical reality to ground me in? And then also healing your nervous system, working through emotional trauma, reprogramming, feeling your feelings, even the quote unquote negative ones, really, really feeling them and not looking at spirituality as something you need to, you know, or healing as something you need to achieve or move through, but seeing it as a circular, you're always healing. You're always feeling your emotions. You're always releasing and then making space for those pings, for those downloads, because you have to feel in order to make space for energy. So if you're channeling, here's a little tip. If you are somebody that, you know, likes to channel, likes to connect with your guides, and you don't like to feel your emotions, and you're like, I just kind of am going to skip that part of it, then you're, it's probably going to be harder for you to hear messages. Um, And also, let me just say, like, I vacillate. I have a lot of earth and air and fire in my chart. And so, and I don't have as much water. So feeling my emotions is something I have to like remind myself to do. I have to create practices in my, cause I can just go and not feel like I'm fine. Like, and I don't even really realize I'm not great. So I have to build into my routine, checking in with my nervous system, checking in with my emotions, processing my emotions, feeling my emotions, and because otherwise I can just go with, you know, even three or four days and just not check in with my emotions. And, you know, maybe I'm channeling, maybe I'm getting, I'm learning a lot. Maybe I'm having all these really cool spiritual experiences, but they're not being grounded into the 3D. And eventually I start feeling really off and I start feeling really spinny. And so what I've really focused on over 2022 is creating lots of systems and routines so that I'm consistently feeling my feelings. I'm consistently processing because what I was doing before is I was processing. I was, 
you know, regulating my nervous system, but it was, I kind of would binge purge it. I would do it for several weeks and then I'd be like, okay, floating off into the ethers. And some of that's my energy because I'm a manifesting generator. So I'll kind of go one, you know, really in my emotions, really processing. And then I, you know, I'm going to come out of it and be in a lot more, maybe really focused on productivity and getting things done. And then I'm really focused on channeling and connecting to my guides. And so 2022 has been a big year of trying to figure out how to create a ritual in my life so that I'm doing all of those things consistently so that when messages are coming through, that they're being filtered through all of my chakras, I'm able to create systems and take aligned action from the messages I'm getting and also work through blocks because a lot of times I get messages and I don't like them (laughs) or they hit my ego and you know what I would do before is like well I'll just I'll just do it I'll just do what my guide said but what I'm now doing is when I hit feel my ego get hit I'm going okay my ego's getting hit I don't like that aligned action why let's work through it so maybe like the aligned action is to raise my prices. The aligned action is to, you know, I've started working, as I talked about earlier, working at a studio space um, in Franklin. That's, you know, a different, I'm shifting the way that I'm showing up. There's some ego hits that I've gotten in there. And rather than just pushing myself through it, going in and feeling my emotions about it, reprogramming, where is that coming from? you know, taking it through. I have a process that I take it through, taking it through the third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension of like feeling a feeling, um, registering it in my body somatically, connecting to the feeling that I'm feeling, process the feeling, figuring out what that feeling in emotion is connected to, reprogramming that if I need to, um, connecting with my guides and seeing. And a lot of times that's happening all at one time because I've come up, came up with this process that's based on several things that I've just tried over the years. And this is kind of this unique process that I have for myself and my clients. Um, but it's taking and, and, but rather than just forcing myself through that is taking that is understanding that my emotions and my resistance to things are, it's not just me being stubborn. It's programming, it's pain, it's trauma. It's things that I need to work on, work through, um, and reprogram so that I can be the most successful version of myself I can be. Okay, guys, that is it. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I'm so excited for this year. I'm so excited to be connecting with more of you. Please, please, please make sure that you subscribe and rate and review this podcast, please, 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 so that it can grow and so that it can spread because that is what I'm here to do. I am here to help wake people up. I'm here to help people translate the information that's coming in so that you all can be your most aligned, authentic, divine selves. And yeah, thank you so much um, for listening and tuning in. Please make sure that you follow me um, at Victoria G. Stevens on Instagram and come over and see me at Talks Josh Studios in Franklin if you're local. And if you're not, make sure to get that 2023, both everybody, whether you're local or virtual, get your 2023 session booked. Maybe even do the energetic reset, which is going to include the 2023 year ahead reading. And that's going to include so many things. You're going to get Reiki sessions. You're going to get Akashic activations. So that's really going to help you set yourself up for 2023. And it's also going to include two meditations, which will include a Reiki healing. So you can listen into it even after your session and have this meditation to go back to. And it's also going to include an Akashic activation meditation, which I have never given to clients before. And I'm really excited to get to include that with this package so that you're able to actually have me guide you through the records when you leave. Because a lot of times you do these amazing Akashic records activations and you're like, oh my gosh, I channeled so much. And then you get out of my energy and then you're like, fuck, was any of that real? Did I just make all that up? I can't do this again on my own. And by the way, yes, you can, but it's an energetic pathway that you might need a little bit more guidance on. So 
I encourage you to do lots of readings with me to help that. Like you can do more than one Akashic Records activation, which is why I've included a few in this package. But also I'm going to give you this so that you can do it daily and you can practice this and get better and better so that then when you're coming to do an Akashic Records activation, we're just getting to go to the next level. And you've already found that energetic pathway on your own. Okay. Just sending you all so much love as we begin this year. I know this year is going to be magnificent for so many of us. And I just want you to know how loved you are, how important you are, how much you matter. And if nobody's told you that today, I'm telling you, you matter so much. You're so important to this planet. We need you. You're here for a reason. I know that holidays can be really tough. I know we've had so much loss and pain over these past few years. And everybody's experienced that in different versions. And some people have had really personal, painful losses. And some of us, you know, we've felt that collectively. But we've all been through a massive period of loss. And we're here And we made it. And we're going to be okay. And you're important and you matter. And we're here for a reason. And I, I want you to really hear that. You're on this planet for a really specific divine reason. This is such an important time to be here. We're going through a massive collective awakening. And there's a reason why you chose to be here on this planet at this time. And if you need help being reminded of that or finding that, please reach out to me. Let's please work together. But no matter what, I just want you to know you matter. That's, that's why I get up. I just want people to know they matter. That's why I do what I do. I see so much value in people and their gifts. And my whole life I have, I've always been able to see that in people. And I just see people looking at everything they lack sometimes and where they fall short and I just want to remind you what you're here to do and your mission and your purpose and how fucking awesome you are and remind yourself of that. Even if you're having a low day today, let yourself have that low day. Let yourself feel your feelings. Don't spiritual bypass it. Don't override it, but look in the mirror and remind yourself you're motherfucking badass and you got this. Okay. I hope you guys have a fantastic day, night, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. And until next time, bye.